You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. We'll kick it over to Justin Gibson for his opening statement. The floor is all yours. All right, everyone. So we're talking about queer theory today. And I want to do a little litmus test for the audience. I want to say a word and it's going to split the room. Uh, one way or another. So my word is cis-heteronormative. Now cis-heteronormative, fun word, great word, used a lot in queer theory. All it means is that right now and for most of human history in most cultures, with of course some, uh, some exceptions, that cisgender, which is the opposite of transgender, and heterosexual, which is the opposite of homosexual, have been the norm in society for a long time. Now a lot of people take that to mean that, well that means it's natural. That means it's the only, that means it is the correct and normal way for human beings to be. And that's just not the case because for it to be as normative as it is, we've had to have enormous suppression of any sort of variance from gender or sexual norms. We've had to suppress identities. And we know that because the second that someone gets just a little bit of leeway to explore themselves in, uh, in, in gender or sexual terms, they immediately pounce on it. It's like you have to suppress it in order for queer people not to be a thing. That's why I think it's really weird how a lot of the conversation today, we've had like the gay panic rise up again. We're indoctrinating your kids by letting uh, people be gay. Like we just let them do it. Like for, for example, there's a new Disney movie coming out. Did you know that? They have not promoted it at all in which there's a gay couple in a Disney movie. That's indoctrination. Apparently, I don't know what the end goal is. I don't know what we're indoctrinating people to do by showing gay people existing. I don't know what the next step is in our grand master plan. Because if there's one thing queer people today know is that movies can't turn you gay because they didn't turn us straight. Do you know how many movies, Disney and otherwise, I watched as a kid growing up, hundreds, thousands of movies, only having straight people and somehow still ended up being gay? I don't think that that's gonna work. We're not gonna turn any kids gay. The only thing we're gonna do is to make kids that are gay maybe not feel quite as uh, hidden and, uh, and demonized and ostracized from society. And even more importantly, it's gonna show that to, to straight kids and, and everyone else that we're actually just kind of boring. I wish we were more exciting than we are. So yeah, the gay agenda is to, uh, I guess, let us be gay and let us be trans. So the, 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 the queer indoctrination has begun. Because you know what indoctr indoctrination actually looks like? It, 
Indoctrination tricks you and makes you be something that you're not. It tries to really, really, really force and railroad you to a very narrow set of beliefs. If queer people actually wanted to indoctrinate our kids, we'd make it illegal to be straight. No straight couples in any shows. Right? We'd make it illegal to be cisgender. We wouldn't let that happen at all. And while that does sound familiar going the opposite direction, I don't think it's an accurate representation of what's going on in our society today. So big thing about queer theory uh, says, the most controversial thing it says, is that it's, it kind of rejects this deeply dichotomized view of both uh, sex, sexuality, and gender. So if I say the words, um, I was born in the wrong body, what does that make you think of today? Probably trans people, because that's the most common, like, you know, normalized argument. That's the most common, like, uh, normie argument, if I can use an internet term. Uh, but that has been used for a long time. In fact, back in the 1800s, born in the wrong body was actually used to describe what would now be considered gay people, because it's so deeply dichotomized that the only way that you can be attracted to men is if you had a, like a female spirit inside you. That, old, that argument is really, really old, and it's just not reflective of reality. It's not reflective of the enormous complexity that is the human experience, both in terms of gender and sexuality and a million different other variables that we can consider. So I'm concerned about where this conversation, the national conversation, is going, because it seems like otherwise good people are demonizing queer people, and especially queer kids, and especially, especially trans kids, not out of any genuine concern for their safety, but out of a deep-seated, one, a deep-seated visceral disgust at any deviation from traditional like sexual norms, as well as deep incuriosity. They don't want to know anything else. They don't want to be uh, involved, or they don't want to be informed. They don't want to be pulled out of this very narrow view of the human experience that they're accustomed to. We don't want to take anything away from anyone else. We don't want to turn straight kids gay or cis kids trans because one, we know that doesn't work. It didn't work on us in the other direction. We just want people to live free and happy lives. And I have never seen a convincing argument uh, as to why that's going to harm society. It's going to make happier people more productive and a greater variation of human experiences that is going to make our lives a little bit more richer. Well, thank you. Uh, my name is Primetime99, Alex Stein. That was a very passionate uh, debate introduction, Jengles. I just want to congratulate you on that. And, um, you know, on my research of queer theory, out of all the theories, I noticed it's definitely the gayest of them all. Um, <laughs> and the reason it being so gay uh, is it's about gay acceptance. And I would argue that right now it's more acceptable to be gay, trans, lesbian, LGBTQI than it ever has been in society. So that would be my first debunk is that right now I think it's more socially acceptable to be your true self than it ever has been in, in history. So I think in your argument, we're, we're at least trending in the right direction. But this is the problem like when it comes down to queer theory where you talk about like the right-wing conservatives that might have a problem with it. Because really and truly, um, when I come in and talk about these subjects like you know, um, male swimmers, biological men competing against women in sports, I'm passionate against that. I, I don't think that that's okay for a biological man because I think they have a physical advantage. But when it comes to queer theory or being gay or transphobia or homophobia, I'm not homophobic. I'm not anti-gay. I think uh, gay people, I think uh, marginalized people, I think people that are you know, treated differently by society should be treated normal. I truly believe that. But at the same time, I do think that there is an indoctrination of youth that's currently happening in society that's not just because of social progressivism, 
I think that it's a little more sinister than that because when you look at the amount of children in this day and age that are considered trans, that are on gender reassignment therapy or gender reassignment hormones in the state of California compared to the state of Ohio is like 10,000% more. So you're like, what is that? For me, those are parents that are encouraging their kids to be trans or to have an alternative lifestyle, or at least they're encouraging that lifestyle more. And I think we have a situation now, and I know we're talking about queer theory, but you talked about like cis heteronormative. That's what I would be, cis heteronormative, because I bang hot chicks on the reg. Um, is that funny? Hot chicks. Hotter than destiny. Okay. Um, <laughs> What I'm saying is, uh, uh, I don't necessarily think in the argument that gay people, you know, are, are uh, excuse me, that queer theory is necessarily bad or if it's even a real thing. I mean, I, I think that we're over-sexualizing children by exposing them to pornography, by exposing them to adult themes at too young of an age because of the internet. So now, um, I think it's just like our, our children are being indoctrinated, whether it's queer theory, straight theory, trans theory, there's too many theories that I think kids are being indoctrinated by. So I guess to your point, do I think um, that gay people or gay history should be taught in school? I guess when I think of critical race theory, I'm trying to compare it to like uh, queer theory and I believe one of the parts of critical race theory is that we should be based in white guilt. So I, I, I'm, I guess I'm more curious because I'm not, I'm very familiar with queer theory, but I'm not familiar, familiar if it's based in um, heteronormative guilt, like if it's guilty that I'm straight. But I don't think that's the case. My point being is, in the Bible, it's Adam and Eve and not Adam and Steve. That's a joke. Okay, uh, that wasn't very funny. My point is, <laughs> gender theory, gay theory, it's cool to be gay. I think in this day and age now, it's socially acceptable to be gay more now than it ever has been. So the idea that queer theory is good? No, I don't think it's good. I don't really think sexual education at too young of an age is good, but people like you that probably think that we need more social acceptance of children's sexuality, you'd probably argue that. I, I think that's one of the most disgusting things, and I think it was like Ron DeSantis's Don't Say Gay Bill. I know a lot of people freaked out, but in that same Don't Say Gay Bill, you weren't supposed to talk about sex at all, and I think that's the approach that we should have when it comes to education is not talking about it and until they're at least 16 or 17, you know, going through puberty. For me, I just think that's the proper way or let a parent handle it. But with education today, teachers feel like that they have more control over a child's education than uh, the parents because uh, there's instances of teachers that actually have closets where they'll let their students change in the closet behind their parents' back if the uh, child identifies as the opposite sex and the parents aren't involved in it. So, I think one of the major problems that we have today is our education system, and you talked about the indoctrination of children. It's obvious. Now, we consider, and you can argue and say, oh, well, there's not an indoctrination of children going on, but I would say with the media, with the amount of uh, educators, not just administrators, but coaches, and then you talk about family members, not necessarily the parents, but talking about aunts, uncles, that are encouraging kids to be transgender or to be gay is happening at an alarming rate that's never happened in history. If you look at the amount of kids that are considered trans or that have ever actually transitioned or are on gender hormone therapy compared to the 90s, compared to the 80s, compared to the 70s, it's up like thousands and thousands and thousands of percent, percentages. So that's not because of just you know, natural social progressiveness. That's uh, people encouraging it. 
So I think it's a little sinister, and I think it's okay to be gay. It's cool to be gay. I'm gay sometimes. Uh, I'm gay for pay. Uh, and that's how I've always have been. And I'm not against gay people. I think that uh, you said it's unnatural to be gay. I mean, I, I look at it like this. Like, my cat humps the other boy cat. You know, they're not trying to have a baby. And I don't think he's gay. So, I mean, you could argue that maybe sometimes guys hump each other naturally. But, you know, unless we're talking about, like, Madison Cawthorn or something. You know, Madison Cawthorn got in trouble humping another guy. I don't know if you know that. but he Was, was he not good at it? No, he was a congressman. He, he's, he got... I'm just saying, guys and guys aren't supposed to necessarily hump. I mean, that's not, that's not how our bodies are functioning. I just think naturally, I know a lot of people are going to be in here and they're going to say, oh, well, we evolved from pond scum, you know, a lightning struck primordial soup, and we just evolved from pond scum. No, I just think naturally, ergonomically, the penis is supposed to go in the vagina. And I know, like, you want to say, oh, that's unnatural. But no, there's nothing more natural than, you know, the sweet sensation of going balls deep into a hot babe. And I know that because I do that all the time. So, is having gay, I mean, is having gay sex uh, okay? Yeah, I mean, it's okay to have gay sex. Is doesn't need to be taught in school like it's, uh, you know, US history. I don't necessarily think so. So, with that, that's my opening statement. Thank you very much, we'll go into open dialogue. <laughs> all right, so there's a, uh, there's a lot of stuff there. Just so you know, we don't mash our dicks together when we have sex. So you're right, that really doesn't work. But, you know, there's some other ways to do it. What is the other way? Well, the, well <laughs> it's literally the other way. It's literally the other way, and that's how we do it. And it, is, and it is natural, because otherwise, what would it be? Supernatural? Like, cybernetic? I don't know. Maybe someday it'll be cybernetic. I don't know but if anal sex is necessarily natural. It's what, what part of that is like ethereal well, or need, beyond the natural you, world? You need lube to do it. Correct? You do? You know So yeah. that's not very natural. I, well, mean, I just have the lube, you know, the lubrication factory right there. You're right. You know, well, so that's not that natural. Well, this is not a symposium See, on gay chicks sex. Ha chicks have natural lube, so you can just get them wet and then bam, you go like. I will, if you're gay for pay, I will tell you how to. I'll give you some tips uh, after, the, after the debate is over. I don't like being There's gay some other for stuff I wanted to talk about. About. It's not something I'm there's, proud about. Yeah, well, there's, well, okay, maybe. Uh, there's some stuff you said. You said that we're encouraging people to be gay and trans. What do you mean? Like, we're saying, like, we're out of a blue. A kid is just doing absolutely nothing. And we're saying, hey, 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 you know what you should do? You should be gay. You should be trans. You think that's happening at a, at a rate that is one hundredth uh, as what is going on in the other direction? You're trying to paint a picture like there's teachers like twisting kids' arms, like, suck a dick. No, I don't think that. <laughs> No, I don't think that's... So what does encourage mean to you? It means like at a young age, when you walk into an elementary school, you'll see a trans flag. Well, why is a trans flag in there? Why are we even talking about transgender issues? Why are we talking... Why is there a pride flag in elementary school when really and truly, I'm not anti-pride, but when the only difference between a gay person and a straight person is who they like to have sex with. Is that correct? That's mostly, yeah. Okay, but also how so society why are we them? doing a flag that is because celebrating who people have sex with? Well, because a why lot of people put a flag don't. that celebrates no sex. Because listen, I'm pro-sex. I'm up here talking about how I like to bang. Da 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 da. I'm not some moral, like you know, Christian. Like no sex allowed. Well, they're but not going to over-sexualizing children let, by putting gay flags. Let me uh, let me. With it, that makes no sense. That have nothing to do with elementary. All right. Well, maybe maybe I, I can elucid you know elucidate you with some experience. So you bang a lot of hot chicks, and that's great. That's how you, you want to live your life. Uh, so I'm married to my husband and have been with the same man for ten years. There's a lot more to relationships than just sex. So if you were married, you might know that yeah, it's a, it's a lifelong bond. It is uh, it, it's you're sharing things with your partner, and you can uh, ha talk about gay issues. You can talk about gay pride without uh, talking about the ins and outs of gay sex, pun intended. So <clears throat> when when we say we're sexualizing kids, is Cinderella 
Is that sexualizing kids because it uh, depicts a heterosexual romance? Is that sexualizing kids? In a way, it probably sexualizes them to think that uh, heteronormative relationships are the. Well, that's standard. what I asked. That's what I asked. Is it sexualizing kids? It, it, we're showing two people kiss in a children's movie. Is that sexualizing them? Well, no, because like at a wedding, people sh you know people kiss, but there is like secret subversive. Uh, I mean, a wedding is like romantic. It, it, we're talking about romantic relationships in a, in a wedding as well. So, are we sexualizing kids with Cinderella? There's a very easy answer. Are we no. sexualizing kids with it? I mean, I mean, I, I, it's so broad. Are we technically? It is broad, and the answer is no. No, we're not sexualizing kids by showing Cinderella kiss whoever well, there, it was. Well, this is the thing because there's hardcore pornography and softcore pornography. So I guess we're softcore sexualizing them or hardcore. Cinderella softcore pornography? No, I'm saying there's different types of sexualization. So like just to show two people kiss, the mom and dad be like, oh, what does that mean? Like as a young kid, you might be inquisitive to know what is the next step from kissing. Exactly. You so could that like, is a form of sex. Yeah, you can say like, hey, me and mommy so, uh, love each other. And so I would argue that it's a little kissing. bit of sexualization, yeah, because it's showing you normal relationships like, you know, the whatever, the king and queen, princess and prince. So it is sexualizing kids to show them A Cinderella. little bit, yeah. Okay, so, but, but that's, ex but I think most people would say that showing a, a child Cinderella is, is okay. It's not going to scar them for life. Yes, I think that it would be okay Okay, too. so, all right, so is it then fair to say that, okay, if the new Disney movie coming out, if we see two, two men kiss, that's also, if it is sexualizing them, it's sexualizing them in that Cinderella well, way. Well, then why time. in China with that same movie would they not be able to show that? Because they're homophobic. Okay, but, but why do they, why are they homophobic? Why do they, okay, I'm just asking, what do you think is their motivation for not showing children gay sex? Because they're disgusted scenes? by gay people. That's, they're homophobic. What, what answer do you want? Should that, is that what we should do? We should follow China's example? That's a, no, 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 I'm just wondering what's their motivation, so why don't they want to show kids sex? I, they don't stuff? want people to be gay. They're homophobic. So by showing them gay stuff with more kids showing them, Showing them two, uh, I guess it's teenagers, two uh, boys kissing in a movie, it does normalize. I mean, that's part of the good thing. It does normalize gay relationships. Duh. It shows that they're yeah, it, and that's good. Yeah, that, it doesn't encourage kids. To and be I'm gay, not even right? trying to be anti-gay because I understand there's people that I went to high school with that were young that were naturally gay. I mean, that's yeah, I know, but you understand like, how it's weird to say that like two men kissing in a movie is sexual. Uh, two men, two men and a woman kissing is sexual. But that's that's just more okay. Uh, a normal. I think most see people it. would say that Cinderella is not a sexual movie. It's not, it's not like exploiting kids' sexuality. I think most I know, people would say we're that. We're arguing like the nuance of the nuance right now. I mean, I, I just think that you could argue in a Disney movie by showing just a man and a woman falling in love at the, at the end of the movie is in a way sexual. Like, I didn't know what love was in Disney movies. Okay, so is there like a healthy level of sexuality being shown to kids? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think there cool. is. Yeah, I think there is. Like right. normal, not actual intercourse, but I mean, of course the fact not. that mom and dad, you know, so we're love agreeing each that, other. All right, so, wait, there are, so we're agreeing that there are levels of sexuality, if you're going to define it that way, where it is acceptable to show to kids. And so something like the Don't Say Gay Bill, uh, which would like bar any sort of discussion of it would bar the two men kissing. It would bar... It would It'd bar, bar two, a straight woman and male kissing, it, too. Well... I think, here's a question I want to ask. So, they, uh, they learned to read before third grade, right? I didn't. Things haven't, you didn't? I didn't learn to I barely did either, but I'm pretty sure we still teach reading in schools uh, up to third grade, right? They want to learn their letters and stuff. And sometimes what they'll do is they'll show stories, reading passages. And here's the thing. Do you think that Ron DeSantis and his, orga uh, his organization, uh, his uh, administration, do you think they would view the phrase, uh, John and his wife went on vacation, do you think they would view that sexually? Even uh, though it is technically introducing sexual orientation. Uh, this facial cleanser feels good. Yeah, I mean, in a way, but it's, I guess you'd be describing normal gender roles. 
Yeah, so, and, yeah. And, and then definitely they would say John and his husband went on vacation. The exact same sentence, exact phrase, the exact same they way. They do say that because now they say birthing persons. Oh, no, 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 don't, don't walk away from that. No, don't walk away from that. Yeah, don't walk, don't, don't pivot. Okay. Don't pivot. But go ahead. I'm just saying, you're saying, you're saying that we don't choose, like, gay no, language? No, no. We don't I, use gay inclusive language? I'm so. saying, I'm saying John and his husband. Why is that more sexual than John and his wife for a kid to read? Because it's gay. Exactly my point. He, he illustrated it beautifully. Gay, uh, gay things are sexual because they're gay. That's circular reasoning. I thought y'all hated circular definitions. I, I wonder I, who. Like, no, you have to. Like right, you have to do better than that. Sex is sex. All right. That's yeah, what, but gay sex and it, heterosex, or de, hetero, uh, you know, uh, heteronormative sex, as you'd call it, are different. They, they are indeed different. I like one and not the other. And one can't, so they are totally different. Do you think most heterosexual sex produces a baby? Well, I would almost argue. You could How many babies argue, do you, you have? Argue, you were having sex with all these hot women. You, How many babies do you, you have? You could almost argue that even having anal sex is basically just mutual masturbation, and the only true form of sex is vaginal sex. You could argue that if you're wrong. No, you could. I'm just saying. You're, you're trying to say that gay sex is the same as heterosexual. No, I'm not. not because one sex can produce a baby and one doesn't. So no, I would say they're different. I want to ask, how many babies do you have? None. None? But you have sex with all these hot ladies. But I can produce babies. But you haven't yet. And so most okay, heteros- you can't. No two guys are going to fucking. You know what? I want to actually concede that point. No matter how hard we try, we have not made a baby yet. But yeah. you're kind of admitting so that the purpose of sex in 99.999% of heterosexual sex doesn't produce a baby because there's way more to well, sex I'm than babies. I have control. If I want to ejaculate in a woman without a condom, I could possibly have a so baby. So why don't you? Two guys, because I don't want to have a baby yet. Two guys. If that's the ever, purpose of heterosexual never, sex, why don't you do it? In a trillion years, be having anal sex and ever have a baby so those two forms of sex you want to try to say it's the same i'm sorry they're completely different they are different in that we can't have a baby i've admitted that i've, I've, I've you've, you've pulled it out so of you're me trying that we to can't make have gay a baby. sex the same as as it's not the sex. same it's but it, the same. in our case it is the same because you're not having sex no, to have a baby because one has, you're not having sex to have a baby are one you one has poop and is different and did you know you can clean your butt did you know you can clean your butt did you know you can wash your ass I actually have to tell a lot of uh, straight guys, you can wash your ass. Yeah, I gay. understand that you can wash your ass, but you're sticking your genitals into a hole that is made for defecating. When I have sex with a woman, I'm sticking my whole my penis in a hole that is meant for producing a child. Mm-hmm. It's not the same. Yeah, but one, you don't produce one, children. One, you have to go, if I wanted to, I could. One, you have to go to a store and buy like an oil-based lubricant. Water-based. Water-based. Whatever-based lubricant. Water-based. The other one, you can just kiss, and it's naturally lubricated, and you can have sex, so they are not the same. I know we're trying to make it the same. It's not, and I just think that that is So the world of difference that you're drawing is a, a $10 bottle of lubricant. Well, I'm saying gay no, sex lubricant's is actually good for, for gay sex, sex as well. is different than heteronormative sex. I mean, we don't I the, agree. The whole debate's not here to just talk about the differences in gay sex and heteronormative sex, but you're trying to make it seem like it's the same thing, and that's no, why, to a person, it might be a little more jarring, especially when I go to, like, and I, I do, you know, I go to city council meetings, this happens a lot of times, I say my wife and her boyfriend, people laugh at that. Or I say, oh, my husband's, and people will laugh at that because it is a little unusual or less normal, quote unquote. Yeah, it's less normal. So, so I'm just saying. It's less common. That's, that's why but, it has that stigma. It doesn't necessarily think that it's bad. It's, ne- it's not even necessarily that it's, re- tr- it's, it's in bigotry or people are like, oh, I'm anti-gay. It's just kind of funny. It, because it's different. That's the only reason why. If, it's not that it's bad. All right. It's not that it's. It's not even that it's evil. It's all right. just, oh, Can that's, you admit that's to unusual, me? so all it's right. a little different. Can you admit to me that the vast, vast majority of, of heterosexual sex and 100% of the heterosexual sex that you claim to have is for the same reason that I do? To nut? To nut. I mean, it, I don't know why we're arguing about no, the no, motivations no, no, of sex. That. Answer that. Can you agree that the reason you have sex and the reason I have sex is the same? 
No, well, not necessarily. It, you know, no, because I have OnlyFans. I have, a, I have money. I have an OnlyFans. But, but it's, it's to feel good, right? Look at this okay, ball. so gay, gay people and straight people can both feel good from sex. I get that. And it's not just to well, feel good. It's also to like develop a, a partnership, develop like a deeper bond. But they're totally different. They're totally, in, but if they're 99% similar in the reasons that we're having sex. I don't know about Why that. are they that different? I don't think they're 99% similar. Well, yeah, because I'm married and you're not. That's a I, big difference between us specifically. You're talking about, but, the, I guess, the social constructs of the sex you're having. I'm talking about the actual physical sex is not the normal way to have sex, you could argue. Because this is why, when a man and a woman have anal sex, it's not normal than the vaginal sex. Why it's, is it not normal? Because it takes, it's just, it's different. It's messier. It's, it normal, it's not normal because it is it's different. Not, and you can't have a baby. Yeah, it's different. So that's why something that would be considered different, it would be, you could argue do you that think it's not having, normal. Do you think sex where you don't have a baby is desirable? Yeah, but is that why you do see, it? We're trying to argue, right now what we're doing is we're circumcising an ant. It's not about the, the two forms of sex. It's about... You, you made it about the two forms of sex. I, they are different. But yeah, but I don't even know what we're arguing about the two forms of sex. We admit that it's different. What is your argument? Uh, because my argument is that the reason that we have sex, the reason why it's awesome, the reason why these relationships can't be normalized is because they are 99% the same in their practicality. They're not 99% the same because you, in a million years, could have anal sex every minute of every I, I, I'm aware of this and fact. never get a girl pregnant. I'm so aware of this. they're not the same. I am aware of this fact. So trying you know to say what that we can they're do? 99% the same when one has an outcome of a human life and the other one has the outcome of literal I'm, poop on your penis. You that you can say they're the same You thing. can wash your ass. Please yeah, wash your ass. Yeah, but you're not going to wash a baby off your penis. <laughs> That's true. So they're not. They're, no they're just so different. You're trying to say, and it's almost rude, to, and I'm not trying to say this to be mean to gay people. It's almost rude to a woman to say that anal sex is the same as gay anal sex is the same as vaginal sex with a woman because it's not. Because Who's one, saying that? You wouldn't be who are you, who, Wait, who are you arguing with? Why do you keep bringing that up? Who are you arguing because with? Because you're saying they're 99% the same. And the and reason we have sex. They're not the same no, I'm saying at all. The reason we have sex is 99% the same. I wouldn't argue that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't agree with that. People have a sex Why do you have reasons. sex? I'm, uh, people have a carnal instinct Why do you have sex? to want to have pleasure, but that's not the only reason people have sex. The, the reason What's why the reason you have sex? The reason we're all here is because our parents What's the reason had, you sex, have sex? had heteronormative sex. What's the reason without you have sex? Without that heteronormative sex, it doesn't matter how gay we are or how pro-gay we are, without that heteronormative sex, none of us would be here. I'm sure you so, just blew everyone's minds. So, they had no idea about that. Why do you have sex? Some why do you have sex with lots of hot Listen, chicks? we're not here to debate why I have sex. I have sex for different reasons. What I'm is just it? trying to what talk about the heteronormative sex with gay sex not being the same. That's the thing that we're arguing right now. <laughs> okay. You're trying to say that being in a gay sexual relationship is 99% the same as being in a heteronormative sexual relationship. That's not the case. That's, you know they're different. I know and they're one different. one produces a kid and one doesn't. And I'm not even saying that... Do you oh, think you're a bad person because you have gay sex? I'm just saying one is the essence of life and the other is the essence of poop. All right, I want, I want, to, okay, I want to get away from, we've talked about gay sex a lot more than I planned on, which is a little bit interesting. But let's talk about something else. So you say that like, uh, schools are going behind parents' backs. So there's something unique about queer identities. Most minority identities, most identities who uh, are traditionally like marginalized in society are born into communities and families of that identity. So black people are born typically into black families and black communities. Of course, there are exceptions, uh, you know, whatever minority group that you can think of. Queer people are not. You're right. My parents were straight. You're right, and, and you're also right that in 99... None of our parents would be here if they would, didn't have straight sex. I know. I, okay. Thank you for blowing my mind with this new information. You're right, but that also means that that sense of... You know why uh, uh, the 
uh, mental health problems in the queer community, not just trans people, but queer community overall, is a lot higher, is because we are born into families that aren't necessarily equipped to accept us. We're born into families that aren't necessarily uh, familiar with, or in, in, large, in large cases, disagree vehemently. Both my parents were Christians, vehemently disagreed but, but with it. So when you're talking about, no, when you're talking about people who are encouraging, when you're talking about like parents and, and people encouraging th people to be gay, that's not the case. It happens the other direction uh, by I a factor of a hundred times. Yeah. Well, here's, yeah, here's the thing. If you're born, if, you're, if you are gay or if you are trans, there's a good chance that you're, like 99.9% .9 uh, probability that your parents are straight and cis. Of course there, again, of course there are exceptions, but that means they might not understand and that might mean that they might fucking hate you. Do you think that if you are a uh, cis, heteronormative, uh, devout Christian couple that you get to choose whether your kid is gay? No, but for the same reason. No, and so that kid is going to have a lot harder time growing up. They're going to lose that sense of longness. They're going to gain this sense of, uh, of, of marginalization, of and ostracization that they wouldn't generous. have otherwise. And, and they need a support system. I'm very empathetic to any child whose parents do not support their sexuality, but there's also a, a slew of abusive parents. There's parents that abuse their kids for not being good enough at sports. There's parents that abuse their kids for being overweight. There's parents that abuse their kids for being bad students in school. So you're so, downplaying that abuse, but you're upplaying the abuse of them encouraging their kids to be gay no, and trans? No, I'm just saying, I believe that there's going to be parents that are going to abuse children no matter what. So you're saying that, oh, people are getting abused because of their sexuality. Now, that exists, but I don't think we can stop parental abuse, is my point being. So, yeah, Does that and, mean we and, shouldn't like, make, so take any efforts? You're, no, you're Let's, talking, For example, a school well, no, environment that's accepting? You start off by saying that the, the, there's parents that are indoctrinating them. Now, like I said, there's some parents that are not going to indoctrinate their kids. As a matter of fact, they want their kids to do the exact opposite. And that is another form of motivation. Or sometimes, like an example, if a kid's dad is a big Dallas Cowboys fan, sometimes they'll be a fan of the opposite team. So if a, if a parent is really strict on you, sometimes they'll do the opposite. So they're going to be like opposite so what does that look, So what does that look like? In, so I'm saying without, without like a fan of the Cowboys. You're trying to make it an exact science where like, oh, there's Christian You're claiming that this is happening a lot. Kid. No, you're claiming I'm this is happening a lot. I want to know what it looks ways. like. You're saying that this is happening, that kids, that kids are being encouraged to be probably trans in particular. More so by their teachers, more so by usually what is that? So, so what does that look like? It looks like, go to, there's a thing called Libs of TikTok. And I, you yeah, I've seen it. Libs of TikTok, and you'll see all the teachers complaining about how their students didn't use their right pronouns. You have them uh, talking about how they got administrative leave because they talked about their gay cruises. There's all, I mean, there's So how does this encourage kids to be trans? Because now you're, you're claiming that happens all the time, and your go-to example all the time doesn't. Because these teachers are indoctrinating kids by telling how. Them, what does that look like? I'm trying to draw it out of you. Because when you're a young kid and your mind is most fragile, and you look up to these teachers, and they are normalizing gay sex, they are normalizing unusual things. A kid can be. Oh, this sounds cool. They can be influenced is, by that. Is that how you think? Is that how you think? You don't think, think like, children get influenced by stuff? Why do you think? Yes, children get influenced by things. Do you notice that the majority of commercials are directed towards children because they are so influential to buy products? Yeah, we should not advertise products yeah, that's, to children. That's why. Why is that? Why? Why is that a crime to advertise products to children? Well, because when you're why is that? Oh, because when you're because they don't have the wherewithal to make the proper decision. Alex. Because they are Alex. easily able to get confused. Alex. So when teachers are doing this to children, the same children that, that the government regulates the type of commercials that we give them, we can't even give them certain commercials that sell certain toys. 
Because they're going to go, oh, this is going to cause a problem with the parents and kids are going to be influenced to go by it. Yet any teacher can talk about their gay cruise. Any teacher can go hang up a pride flag. Any teacher can talk about any sexual subject as long as there's no camera or anybody filming it. And you and I will never know about it. Alex. So, so for you to say Alex. that kids are not being indoctrinated Honey, you're talking by a teachers, long time. I'm just saying, this is the last thing I want to say. If you're saying that there's not children being indoctrinated by teachers, Go to Libs of TikTok. Look yep. there. There's a slew. There's a new teacher, a new school somewhere else complaining about how their children and their students aren't gay enough or aren't sexualized enough. So there, call me a conspiracy theorist. Go to the account. There's, check it out there, yourself. Oh, hold on. They're complaining that their kids aren't gay enough. I'm sure that's exactly what happened. So here's the difference between advertising products to children and what you're describing. When you advertise a product to a child, you want them to buy it and, and own it and you want to give them something. When you're advertising homosexuality, you're not encouraging kids to be gay. You're not saying, false, oh, no, can, can, you, can false, you do that? False, false. You think you can trick someone into being gay? Uh, yeah. Really? Is that, is that why you're gay for pay? You were tricked? I think people, you don't think anybody has ever been tricked into being gay? All right, so why does it work in the opposite direction? Why can't we trick gay kids into being straight? There are people that have been tricked into being straight. No, they've been suppressed. There's gay people that have had... That they have weren't had, tricked, they were suppressed. There's gay people that have been tricked into having sex with women too, so it's happened both ways. You're tricked into having sex, but not into being straight. Well, I don't think you can be tricked into... Well, listen, if you have gay sex one time, are you gay? I would argue probably, but... Probably not. Um, no, probably not. But I mean, You gotta identify as it. So do you see how that's enormously different? Like, are we indoctrinating our kids well, into being patriotic I, Americans I, with I, the I, American let me flag? Just say this point because there are kids is that, that indoctrination are, that are too? Well, there are kids that are sexually abused, like in a homosexual abuse, and they, they are not gay. So yeah, there is instances. Why where are you bringing up hetero? Okay, you're bringing up like actual like child sexual abuse. When I'm trying to tell you, I'm trying to ask you, what is what does the indoctrination look like? Having like saying that it's okay to be gay, saying that being trans is a thing, that's indoctrinating? No. No, it's not. I agree. Fantastic. No, we agree no, on that. No, I'm saying no. The indoctrination is way stronger than that. So, so give me the examples. I've been asking for so long. It's how do we how do we indoctrinate kids to change their sexuality or to change one, their gender identity? Like flip flop it. How do we do that? It's the one-on-one -on -one personal attention that a teacher gives. Now, I don't believe a teacher just goes, "Oh, here's some gay fairy dust," and all the students become gay. Cool. But a lot of times, they can make one student gay. They can make two how? students gay. How? How do they make they them? No, it. When you they say normalize it, and a lot of times, when you say like, make them gay, you're saying that they otherwise would be 100% heterosexual. And if it wasn't well, for this one teacher, know. it's that they don't know because they don't naturally they don't even know what they're attracted to yet. They're doing it at such an age where they're not having their natural attraction. They're not having their natural... What's natural? Like when is I watched Back on. to the Future, or excuse me, when I watched, uh, not Back to the Future, when I watched uh, a Teen Wolf, and uh, I still remember my first erection, and then the girl walked in with a bra, and I had my first boner, and that was a woman with a bra. Were you tricked into being straight by that? No, I was naturally... No way, oh, I you, were, you weren't tricked. You just saw something, realized you were attracted to it, and went on with your life? Yes. Fantastic. That's what happens to gay people, too. No, not when their teachers are like, oh, me and my boyfriend, we had, we were on a gay cruise, and we had so much gay sex. Why is that going to indoctrinate party? that kid, but seeing two uh, straight people kiss, not going to indoctrinate them in being straight? Wait, let's say that again. See, saying two gay people kiss? Yeah, you're, so, so on, on one hand, this is the indoctrination. We, uh, a gay people, a gay person talks about going on a cruise. And that's indoctrinated. So students personally I, I'm saying not going, it's really I'm not, cool. You gotta and, let me, you, you can, gotta you let me finish. You gotta let me finish. Okay, so ahead. we have the gay uh, teacher talking about he went on a gay cruise and that's indoctrinating 
kids into being gay because it's, it's cool. And I guess like you can just trick yourself into being sexually attracted to something like at will. But a lifetime of talking about how awesome it is that straight people uh, have families and seeing straight people kiss and seeing straight people talk about how much they love their partners, that doesn't indoctrinate them because it's, what, normal? That probably does indoctrinate them. It does indoctrinate them? To have what does indoctrinate natural? mean to you? Well, I mean, Can you give me a definition of indoctrinate? I mean, you could say, you could call it like almost like brainwashing. Just brainwashing? Through, just through like social norms. But this is the thing is, is children, We can brainwash through social norms? Yeah, by so saying, like by, by, you know, repetitive stuff, you can actually get brainwashed by just hearing something over and over again. I mean, just look at the pandemic. I mean, safe and effective. Even though almonds aren't safe and effective for 7 billion people, peanuts aren't safe and effective for 7 billion people, uh, shellfish, shrimp, not safe and effective for 7 billion people. But the vaccine is safe and effective for 7 billion people because people say safe and effective. You just say something over and over and over. You can get hypnotized into thinking that's true, and that's what's happening with the indoctrination. No, no, so, no wait, no. So the real indoctrination was everything teachers, leading up to now. What I'm saying when we you, couldn't be gay, when, when we couldn't teachers, be trans, that was the real indoctrination. That was the real brainwashing. No, no, no. No, that, no, because that's that's dumb. So not what indoctrination is. Subjects before children even have sex, and you have to realize that oftentimes children want attention from their teachers. They may not be getting it at home. They may not be getting it where they want it. So they'll do stuff to act out. As a student that acted out a lot, I did a lot of crazy things. In this day and age, in this day and age, now there's kids acting out, saying I'm trans, saying I'm gay, just to get positive attention or positive feedback from their administrators and teachers. Now you say, oh, that doesn't exist. False. It exists at a higher rate now than it ever has in history. So there is an indoctrination of our youth that is going on, and they're normalizing gay sex at an age when it's inappropriate. Wait, that's all. Wait, I'm hold saying. on. You say we're normalizing gay sex at an age where it's inappropriate. What mm -hmm. are you talking about? Do you think we're showing hardcore, like, dick-sucking porn to well, children? Well, kids have access to it. Actually, I've They have access to the internet, and yeah, that can be a problem for, like, uh, development. Yeah, so but that's not gay, specific to gay people, gay right? Does gay sex on the internet? Yeah, well, would you think it's healthy for, like, a, a nine-year-old to watch two straight people just no, going hardcore? No, I don't think you should watch any Cool, so the gay, part, is isn't, the so the gay part isn't the no, problem. No, being based in reality, it's, it's the, the exposure, age, though. Yeah, like, that's a now, problem. Guys, we've never lived in a time now of the internet age like we do. We've never, we cannot compare it to any moment in history where any kid can get on their parents' iPhone and type in boobs and get the most hardcore pornography they've ever seen in their life. So yes, we are over-sexualizing children. That is part of the huge overwhelming problem is the access to sexual themes, hardcore pornography. So when you add that, and then you add the indoctrination of teachers that are more gay, that are more open, and that are more uh, able to be free, which I actually accept. I think people should be able to be, you know. If let, you actually accepted that, you wouldn't be like uh, comparing me talking about my husband to a kid watching fucking hardcore pornography. No, what I'm saying. These two the are not comparable. You just compared they, them. No, they are. They're they're part of a big system. They're part. So hardcore pornography is seeing like just dick slamming action I, I at ten. Say, that's the same thing as going. I have a husband. Hold on. I want I you to say, say that those things are are different or the I same. I would say that the majority of kids are they different now or the same? In this day and age can see. Are they different or the same? Are you trying to say is hardcore pornography the same as you and your your husband? They, no, they mean saying that I have a husband to a child. I'll yeah, I, I would say that they're not the same. They're Fantastic. So don't compare them. You're like not, you just you're not did. looking at my point. You're trying to argue, you know, semantics. What I'm saying is semantics overall, of okay. Overall, our children are being sexualized at a rate that is alarming. Whether it be from their teachers, whether it be from their parents, it is from the pornography that they have access to. Now, when you add the teachers or the indoctrination of the youth, it makes it much easier because back in the day we had a magazine, a Playboy magazine that we shared, that we had the pages were stuck together. Are those I the didn't good old have, days? Those are the good old days. I didn't have massive amounts, uh, uh, you know, gigs of unlimited pornography 
at uh, instant one gig speed. I had a 56K modem to see a, one picture of a woman's tits. It would take 10 minutes to download. Now, literally, kids can have hardcore sex at this, in snap of fingers through their schools. They can download a VPN and they can be looking at pornography on their school computers. That was not a reality when I was in school. So when you add that, you add the sexualization of our youth, you look at the numbers, the amount of trans people or gay children that identify as gay in 2022 compared to 2010, 2000, 1990, 1980, 1970, it has gone up at such an exponential rate that I don't believe it to be organic. I believe that to be inorganic. So there are factors that encourage people to be gay. Now, whether so do you remember my opening statement? Do you remember my fine. opening statement where I said that for the vast majority of human history, we had to suppress those identities. It was not allowed to be gay. It was not allowed to be trans. Is that organic? Is it organic to decide that, uh, no, the, the very, very, very narrow explanations of gender and sex? That's natural for massive suppression, for lobotomies for trans and gay people, for prison, for death sentences, First which all, we still I, have in a lot of the world. I, I that was natural, but now this, like, this very, very light, uh, oh, it is okay to be gay? That's all that we're doing. That we're just saying that it's okay, and that's indoctrination. It's indoctrination to the point where he just went off on this long soliloquy about access to pornography, which could be a problem. But that's it a, that's what's it known as a, a diff. That's could what's be, yeah, and that's what's known as a different a topic. It is a problem. That's you tried be. to compare the vast access to pornography to pornography with some teachers letting their kids know what being trans is or being gay is. If you think that those are in the same you're ballpark. Like if you think that those in the same city, you're delusional, buddy. That's why you held the conspiracy like castle. Teacher's like, all right, uh, today, this is what a trans person is. This is no, it's not what it is. They're not, what is then? The I've been asking for it's a long every time. Every day, what is it? Hearing about it over and over with their interpersonal connection with their teacher. And what does it look like? And what does it look oh, like? What does the indoctrination look like? On our all-inclusive uh, cruise, we had so much fun. It's so great to be gay. So now a kid might oh. say, "Oh, it might be great to be gay." And it is great to be gay. I'm <laughs> just saying that is indoctrination. That's encouraging a vulnerable youth or a, a youth that we're not even allowed to advertise toys to or. It's, inc certain, it's uh, encouraging uh, cruise ships or certain candy to these kids, but yet a teacher can literally advertise gay sex to them all day long. So that's why I don't think that's what I don't think is okay. <laughs> I don't think it's bad to be gay. I think it's fine. You can be gay all day. So is it? So I'll ask you again. Is it bad to advertise being straight? Is that indoctrinating them? No, that's not bad. Why? Why? Why is it not indoctrination if you because advertise being straight? None of us would be here if it wasn't for straight heteronormative relationships. That's cool. So I think that we should. So you do. That. So you're cool with being gay, but you actually do think that we should uh, not normalize it. We should keep it to the outskirts of society. No, we should. No, that's I didn't what you're saying. Say that. I didn't if say you're saying that. that it's okay, if you're, if you're I didn't saying say that, that, if you're saying that straight couples, we can advertise that to kids. That's fine. Mm -hmm. But we can't advertise the gay couples. What are you I just talking think it's about? Weird that China, and you like, just you're think it's say, weird. You're gonna say China? No, I think it's weird that China. You're gonna say they're homophobic, but I do think it's weird that they make it such a point not to have in any of their children's movies any sort of gay innuendos. Why? Is you're right. That? We should be. But why is that? Why do you think that? We should be modeling ourselves after a communist China. I agree. That is what, yeah, I agree. That, that is what Alex Stein's uh, no, beliefs are. My point is, there is something about a child seeing this at a young age seeing that what? does indoctrinate. Oh, seeing what? Seeing unnatural gay uh, relationships that might encourage. So cybernetic, gay. supernatural gay relationships. It, it, talk, we're, we're made of we're made of matter. Everything we do is biological. You can't say it's something's unnatural. 
And it's not going to. I can't it, say something's unnatural. All right, why? So fentanyl is natural. I, I, okay, let me ask a, a personal question. Why do you think that I grew up to be gay despite never being exposed to it for the first 15 years of my life? In fact, actually having it suppressed for the first 25 years of my life. Did you have any childhood sexual trauma? No. No childhood. Healthy relationship with my father. Love my parents. What about your mom? Lo uh, love them both, yeah. They were both great parents. What does your dad do for a living? He was a coal miner in okay. Eastern Kentucky. See, that's probably why. <laughs> is that like a, an innuendo, like coal miner that's like gay? What do you? Just because he's like a badass coal miner, and you're probably just sitting there playing with Barbie dolls. And then um, <laughs> he's in the coal mine all day. You got to take the big coal elevator. It takes 20 minutes because it's big. So my dad he comes back. No, wrote an elevator. Why? My dad wrote an elevator for twenty minutes, and that made me love Dick. No, and he would come back. I can see it. I'm, my no. mind is being expanded yeah, no, into the universe. It's longer than that. He would come back, and he would come back covered in the coal and soot. And your your mom would complain. Darren, why don't you wipe that off? Shut up, honey. Give me a Miller Lite. I've been in the coal mine all day. And then you'd see your dad, and he'd have on blackface, and you'd say, <laughs> look at my racist dad in blackface. Yeah. I'm going to go suck a dick to get back at him. And then you got on the internet, and you typed in big dick, and then that's where you're at now. That is exactly what happened. My dad, rest his soul, my dad is dead. R.I.P. Uh, so, yeah, that is exactly what happened. Actually, I can't even refute one single part of that. It was my life story being told back to me. Thank you for your enormously informative exploration of my sexuality. Now, I think, now what I thought happened before this was I grew up, didn't really like girls, and then found out that I thought dudes with muscles and, and hairy chests were hot. That's how I thought it happens. Like, like normal kids finding out, like while well, you watch Teen Wolf and you saw boobs for the first time, you're like, I kind of like that. That's kind of what I thought happened to me. But of course, your story is the more correct one. <clears throat> and that actually, uh, I think that is very, very interesting. He just, he's cool with gay people, but he cannot imagine a, a scenario in which like my discovery of my own sexuality was in any way similar to his. He has to invent. No, I'm joking. He has to invent. I, I'm, sure, I'm sure you saw a, like a hot guy. You're like, oh, I'm attracted to him. I, I'm not saying that that's like, it doesn't exist. I, I mean, exactly. and I'm not even saying that we should not teach some sort of, at some point, you know, about gay sex or gay relationships. I just think it's happening at an alarming rate at too young of a rate. I think that's where the problem is. Yeah, I'm based in reality. It's not what I want. I, it's what I have a populist mindset. It's what the people want. So gay people exist. We should give them the same rights as everybody else. But those young children that shouldn't be sexualized, they shouldn't be sexualized in heteronormative relationships. They shouldn't be sexualized in gay sexual. But you said Cinderella was fine, and so Cinderella is sexualized because, kids. Uh, you could argue that Cinderella is more socially acceptable to showing the heterosexual relationship. You argue that it's China. There's only reason I bring up China. Obviously, I want to be totally different than China, but they do think that it's so important that their children don't see it because I feel like that they think that it does have a very powerful effect on their brain to see these things at a young age. Yeah, and that so powerful I'm just talking effect is about, good. I'm just talking about the effect on it. Well, see, I don't necessarily think that's true because this is Seeing why. gay people in media, and especially in children's media, normalizes well, it. If you, now, if you think normalize is like a, a, a conspiracy theory word, you, you called it sinister, that's kind of right. I don't, here's my ultimate goal for the gay agenda. If, if this happens, we will have achieved perfect equality, all right? You're watching a movie, uh, a, a big burly man comes up and introduces, uh, hey, this is, uh, my name's Jeff, and this is my husband, Derek. And there's no, like, uh, there's, no, <laughs> there's no record scratch. 
It's just so normal to, as to be boring and incidental. That's the ultimate goal of the gay agenda. And you can extrapolate that to a bunch of other queer identities as well. That's the ultimate goal. And yeah, we do want to normalize it. What we don't want to do is, and we're pretty famous about this, we do not want to force children to not be themselves. And that applies to straight and cis kids as well. What do you, why, do you, why do you think we want to convert people out of what their regular sexuality or gender identity would be? What, is, what, how, what purpose does that serve for, for us? What's the sinister underlying conspiracy theory that you think happens? Why would you want to convert people to be gay? Yeah, we don't have to. They exist. So you have more sexual partners, I guess. I, I, I got the one. I'm, I'm good. I'm just talking about why would you want to convert somebody to be uh, uh, the same sexuality so you could have sex with them. That's why. Okay, but that doesn't work. We know that doesn't work. What do you mean that doesn't work? We don't. We, you cannot trick someone into being gay, just like you can't trick them into I, being I, straight. I, see, I don't think we that's know conversion therapy I doesn't work. I, the only well, I, don't, yeah, I don't think conversion therapy works, but I'm saying there are people that were sexually abused at a young age that have sexual identity problems later on in life. Yeah, and sometimes that problem is reversed. Like so the, I'm saying you can cause problems. I mean, so you can cause, cause problems. Of course you can. <laughs> I'm not arguing that you can, can't cause problems, but you're arguing that you can invent and construct a sexuality out of whole cloth by showing you, them by, by, by showing them a gay yeah, pride flag in school. You, you can actually have long-lasting effects by sexual molesting of a child that could theoretically turn them gay and, or straight. No, not you cannot turn them. You can fuck them up in a lot of different ways, but you cannot invent a sexuality well, you can cause whole sexual confusion. Yeah, they don't you can know. cause a lot of sex. I'm not arguing so that. You can, but you're you arguing, you're arguing that that happens by yeah. seeing a rainbow flag. That's your argument that you said. No, not necessarily true. I think it's the, rep the repetition of seeing the rainbow flag. By just seeing it once is bad, but it's the seeing, indoctrination that overwhelms. It's the indoctrination. There's, there's the that word again. We're indoctrinated with straight stuff every day, and that's fine. I don't want to like take straight people away. You can you can have sex with all of the ladies on a blimp that you want to. We're pimp on a blimp. Yeah, I know. Pimp on a blimp. I'm a husband in a house. Doesn't have the same kind of punch. No. Uh, <clears throat> this is a good opportunity. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on um, children being allowed at drag shows where there's very distinctly dressed uh, men dressing as women? Oh, well, so most drag shows that I'm, I'm aware of. Yeah, so. Okay, so the question was what do you think it's fine for uh, kids to be at drag shows where people might be scantily clad? I don't like scantily clad. But for drag uh, performances, they put on, I'll say it, too many clothes. They put on a lot of clothes. So in most drag performances, uh, they have more clothes on than you can count. And in that case, like, you can make a drag show appropriate for kids. So of course you can. Sure, it does. It, yeah, it, so what it does, it can show a bunch of creativity and it can question gender norms. It can say that, hey, you have the option to explore a lot of identities. You can, you can change mannerisms, you can change your clothes, uh, and that doesn't necessarily dictate to you what your identity ought to be. Your identity can be very, very vast and you can have a lot of different life experiences. So that's a good thing. What, is it going to sexualize them? No. I'm not saying it's impossible, but it can happen. Well, uh, let me answer that real quick. Yeah, I think it's terrible because now you see some natural kid and he sees some dude with a thong on and big boobs, whether they're prosthetic or silicone. And Why do you keep, uh, so you're representing a video you made. Why do you keep calling that a thong when you know it's not? What are you talking about? The video that you made where you- A Brazilian cut, excuse me, it's not a thong. Uh, why, why, was it, why do you have to like lie about it? And they were because, wearing okay. like pants, pantyhose underneath Yeah, they too. had pantyhose underneath. Yeah, so it's Brazilian not like they were wearing it. Yeah, pantyhose, skin colored pantyhose. Yeah, okay, <laughs> let me just say, so there's nothing sexual about a Brazilian cut, it's skin cutty. Skin colored pantyhose and then tipping them like a stripper. There's nothing Tipping them like a stripper, See, hey. these guys are like, this is the problem is that he's not based in reality. And Jengles is not like most of my hey. homosexual gay friends. He's hey, part sir, of the sir, game can you hand me that pen? Can you hand me that pen? Did he just hit me like a stripper? 
by handing something to me hand to hand. That's yeah, that's what he that's what he's talking about. That was you tipped me yeah. like a strip. I did not mean to sexualize yeah, you like he that. Didn't use, he I'm didn't, so sorry. First of all, he's trying to compare apples and oranges. He's talking about the video where there's children giving cash to okay. men dressed in sexual outfits. They weren't he, sexual. This shows you how smart he is. He just tried to compare a guy in a flannel shirt handing him a pin <laughs> as the he said same tip, as a He said tip like a stripper. That's what happened. An actual transgender at a drag your kids Are they transgender or drag queens? Which is it? It doesn't matter. Anything he It doesn't matter. Right there. Specifics no, don't matter. Just the feelings. Says, it shows how I don't want to call you. I don't want to insult your intelligence, but just to compare that a man handing you a pin to the same as children literally tipping drag queens. Yeah, handing them a dollar bill from hand to hand. Well, when you say tip like a stripper, a you mean stuff something in their g-string. That's what tipping like a that's what tipping a stripper I mean looks giving like. Giving cash to somebody that's sexually dancing. And They're not sexually them. dancing. Oh, you're telling me by gyrating and doing like this. <laughs> oh, that's not sexual dancing. That's not sexual dancing. See. <laughs> This guy is. That's, I'm just Watch saying, the videos. This is, this is how smart this guy is. He doesn't even want to admit what is reality, what is right in front of his face. Like he would literally look at you and say that you know the ground is carpet when it's obviously not. I, I mean, think you're projecting your own sexual attraction to drag queens on what was happening there. Just because you find something sexually attractive doesn't mean that it's going to sexualize children. There is an event that's called Drag Your Kids to Pride, where the whole entire theme of the event was for children to ex be exposed to drag queens. Mm -hmm. And you think that that is not sexual? You think that's totally normal? We are not the same. I gotta ask, I gotta ask. Drag queens, now there's a lot of uh, complexity to drag history, but drag queens primarily are performances done by gay men for gay men. And I want, if it was- Yeah, if, yeah, 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 no. Yeah, I, I, let's, let's explore that. If, it, if, if sexual, if like the, the thing, if it was like stripping where the entire purpose was to uh, sexualize and like get people horny and like sex was the core part of it, why would a gay man dress up like a woman to attract another gay man? How does that make sense? Well, first of all, you're trying to make sense of like LGBTQIA plus plus plus. I don't know. People have weird sexuality where they're bisexual. They're attracted. Okay. I'm just saying. There's you know there's people that are bisexual, correct? Yeah, they're more, far so, more common. So all right, I'm just you, saying you call the next one. Call the next question. Okay. Well, I would say like, you know, this, the age of consent and some places is 16. I believe that's too low. I think it's 17 in some states and some states is 18. I just think right around that age, maybe whatever state. I'm a libertarian, but the libertarian mindset that I'm not okay is like age of consent laws. So I would skew on the being around 17 or 18 before talking about, you know, sexual stuff. Of uh, trans men popping up in younger students. Uh, to what extent 
Oh, we can't say that we can't say without a doubt there's no impact of any sort of negative influence. So with Abigail Schreier's book, that was based primarily on a study by Lisa Littman on rapid onset gender dysphoria. And that study does not prove what it says to prove. So if you're trying to use that study, so the study was a, a survey of parents at, of a transphobic forum, and most a lot of transphobic forums, who said that this thing exists. They said that their kids were doing this, and then Lisa Lippman reported on it. It's a little bit like what Andrew Wakefield did with vaccines and autism. Like he found parents who said that vaccines caused autism, and then reported on these parents who said vaccines caused autism, and then people thought that vaccines caused autism. This is really, really, really similar to that. And of course, that's, I, I guess, you're a big fan of his. So Lisa Lippman did a follow-up study on detransitioners. So if this was true, if you were encouraged, pressured to be trans, Lisa Lippman is the one you want to go to to prove it. So she did a follow-up study on detransitioners, and she didn't find that. A small minority of her population said that they were influenced to be trans. They were pressured to be in trans, and just as big a section of these detransitioners, the most likely uh, population to fall under rapid onset gender dysphoria, said that they were pressured to detransition or that they were discouraged from being trans in the first place. So it's not borne out in the data. I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but it could go a lot of different ways. For example, my two friends in high school came out to me uh, when I was 17. So one was uh, a grade above me, one was a grade below me, and somehow, through freak of nature, they ended up being gay. That didn't turn me gay, but what it did do was like, give me that first little inkling of maybe I can finally tell somebody. I'm so fucking scared, but maybe I can tell these two people. I can't tell my parents, they'll hate me. I can't tell my school because I live in fucking Eastern Kentucky. So I'm not saying that it is impossible to happen, but sometimes that social influence can be good. It can be, uh, you know, it can be alleviating a lot of stress that was already there. So I'm not saying it's impossible, but I'm saying that it's more if the nuanced uh, the nuance and complexity uh, is lost if you just say a bunch of kids are being tricked into being trans. And the second part of my question really is that in light of anecdotal, uh, you know, these are these are people that are talking about their transitions more. Both that feel that they were influenced um, by the culture, by social media, especially. You know, we understand that in the Instagram age, there's a potential for unhealthy social and parasocial relationships to form. Uh, to what extent do you think that this is something that should be addressed by the LGBT? I think what, what you have to is, what kinds of media are you talking about? If you're saying that it's okay to be trans and okay to be gay, shouldn't. It is, those things are just true. What I don't buy and what has not been demonstrated despite repeated asking for it mm -hmm. is how showing that these things are okay to be is the same thing as telling them that you got to be these things. The opposite happens far more often by a factor of, I'm going to guess, 100. Well, I don't know if that's true because Chloe Cole and Abel Garcia are both people that transition and they detransition. Two people. That I know personally, and they both said that they were not, uh, you know, that they were encouraged to do it. Nobody ever actually told them about the repercussions. Do you think that it would be hard for me to find two trans people who said that they were uh, well, I'm just saying, I know two people. Google That's it right now. Anybody look up Abel Garcia, Chloe Cole, they're both... Uh, said that they were influenced to do it, and nobody actually told them about the repercussions. And then look up three trans people who said that they were <laughs> well, I, the name opposite. Them, name them. Do you know any? Sure. Yeah. So uh, my friend Lena. So that's someone I know personally. My friend uh, uh, from the Violet Wanderers was uh, enormously impacted to uh, detransition. And my friend uh, Raymu. No, I don't believe it. Look up Chloe Cole and Abel Garcia. You don't believe okay, it. Okay, uh, Hispanic guy in the way back. Yeah. So it sounds like both y'all are against like the sexualization of children just in general. Uh, would you guys support legislation that would make it harder for children or underage people under the age of 18 to access porn? Sure. And how would you do that? I think it, it's going to have to be, with the internet, 
I don't know about programming the internet. I, um, just, just doing the 18, just saying that, yes, I'm 18, apparently isn't enough. I, I don't know enough about web programming or anything like that to be able to verify the age of people. Uh, I'm a little bit iffy about putting like credit cards on the internet because 10 seconds later it's going to be leaked. But I would be interested in finding like data-driven ways to reduce that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously we should have less access to uh, sex. But I, I, this is the problem, Tony. It's like, you know, when we were younger, not that we're the exact same age, you know, it was like magazines. Now with digital media, I mean, it's just, it's almost impossible. I mean, how are we going to fight the internet? The internet is the evil being. And I just, I think it's almost too big of a problem to fix. So yeah, I mean, I guess we can legislate it, but it's kind of like the drug war or the climate. You know, by taxing people, that doesn't fix the climate change. By throwing people in jail, that doesn't fix the drug problem. So yeah, by like ending the internet, I, I don't know how we end uh, child sexual abuse and access to porn on the internet for minors. Do you feel the same way about like children, like preschool children, going to, like Hooters or Twin Peaks that you would about like, like going to a drag show? Well, well, that's a good one. And uh, there was one, there's like a viral video where a five-year-old had their birthday party and like a lot of people were causing outrage and it was like a, you know, straight thing. Like, why would your parents take you there? Yeah, I don't think that's necessarily appropriate for uh, a parent to take their kids because it has sexual themes. But this is why, and this is why I think Jingles is getting mad. You can argue we don't need to sexualize kids. No, but I'm, I'm saying this is why, and this, this is my point is, heterosexual sex is normal, gay sex is abnormal. And I know you want to say that it's not, but I, I just think that that's why it's different. That doesn't necessarily mean that it's fair. Life's not fair. That's another thing that people need to realize too. And I think you got to realize, Jingles. I know. Man. I know that sounds goofy. That sounds goofy. But I know that sounds so weird. Life's not fair. Well, it's abnormal because it's gay, and it's gay because it's abnormal. Very well, compelling because it's arguments. different than heteronormative sex, and you can't have a baby from it. That's the only reason why it's it's not the normal sex. It's I want to actually normal. ask, why do you think that there wasn't that public outcry? Like, kids have been going to Hooters for a long well, time, I'm but saying, it, it didn't turn into a national, like, movement. There wasn't, like, a, a dedicated, like, libs of TikTok, but for... St why do you think libs of TikTok? Because there's concern about sexualizing children. Why do you think they don't bring up kids who go to Hooters? Because that's not the same sort of problem. Why not? It's sexualizing kids, right? You it said it wasn't appropriate. I, I do think it's appropriate, but... You think it is appropriate the, or not appropriate? No, I said it's not appropriate. I'm okay. saying the instances of it, though, aren't as prevalent as the libs of TikTok and the indoctrination of teachers. Why do you think that? We haven't seen the videos. Well, we, 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 don't have a we don't have a dedicated account well, seeking them out. video goes, you guys just look, last week, a uh, parent takes their kid to Hooters. It was like the biggest viral story for a week. So the one instance that happens, it gets covered by the mainstream media. But if the mainstream media would cover lives of TikTok at all, which they don't, except for my biological father, Tucker Carlson, then you'd see how rampant it is. So, it, no, it's way worse, the homosexual indoctrination of children on the Internet than the... Is it homosexual or is it homosexual or transsexual? Are you mixing up your terms they're again? They're kind of the same. I they're think kind of the same. It's the sexual confusion indoctrination. Uh, historically, trans individuals were usually uh, male to female, like by a large margin. But we're seeing more recently uh, a surge in female to male trans individuals among adolescents. I think in some cases, like eight to one, you're seeing entire classrooms of girls and social cliques.
Of course, it's influenced. Here's why, here's why I'm just going to say it's socially influenced, but I'm not going to call it a contagion. All right. A hundred years ago, I probably wouldn't be gay because it's not acceptable. So the social influence is allowing me to come out. I'm not going to argue that every single one of those uh, trans, I don't know what they're non-binary, trans boys, whatever they identify as, I'm not going to argue that every single one of them is going to persist with that throughout their entire adolescence and adulthood. That's why we need good gender clinics doing good research. The people who know the most about this stuff are the researchers doing it. And you're going to say, and a lot of, I, this is what I want to ask, uh, uh, I guess you, there's a, a pretty famous desistance rate, so like 65 to 95 desistance rate of kids who were gender nonconforming or gender incongruent or identified with or was diagnosed with gender dysphoria, depends on the stat you use, and most of them will indeed grow out of it. Do you know where that stat comes from? Gender clinics. It comes from these clinics who are apparently rushing kids into transitioning without doing the proper research. I want good research, all right? I want, I'm actually fine with uh, what like, uh, Sweden and Finland did to a certain extent because they're really, really dialing in the research. They're trying to gather more data on what, is going to, what treatment is going to be best for what kid, what, what uh, long-standing feelings and behaviors and thought processes uh, denote a persistence of gender identity. I think we need to do more research about that. I'm, I'm, social influence is almost definitely a component of it. That's why I want more research. I reject the notion, though, that every single child has been like uh, purposefully tricked into being transgender by the media and the gay pride flags. Well, and I want to make this point, though. This is the problem is when you look at the amount of clinics that have the gender reassignment surgery or the applications for gender hormone therapy, is that there's a small amount of people that are born intersexed or hermaphrodite with some sort of gen uh, genital mutilation where oftentimes the parents are forced to make a really tough decision at birth to assign their birth, whether to be female. The, oftentimes it's female because they're born with genital, uh, mutilated genitals and oftentimes they have to decide right then and there to have the gender reassignment surgery because the earlier they have the surgery, the more that they are uh, Do you know why that surgery is pushed on intersex finish. kids? Let me just finish my point. On intersex kids, very few people. So there are applications on why we'd need to have this hormone therapy. There are applications of why we need to have these surgeries. But the problem is you have videos from Boston Children's Hospital that got exposed where they took it down, a guy named Billboard Chris, it's on his Twitter, where the head of the gender reassignment, whatever the gender hormone therapy department, talks about how the reason why they love these children is because they become lifelong patients. So. That's the problem is that there were serious medical applications, even for a mastectomy for uh, overweight boys that might have big breasts where you'd want it. But now, like Nuance Pro said, the amount of women that are identifying as men and getting the mastectomy is at a rate that has never been, uh, like literally at an alarming rate that they've never even seen before. And the amount that people have transitioned, it is being artificially influenced by these medical hospitals, what I call the medical industrial complex, because this is now a cash cow in all these other states where these clinics are opened up. If you look 10 years ago, there was one one hundredth the amount of clinics in there are today. If there's a financial incentive and that's explaining the uh, drastic increase, why do we see increases in trans individuals in countries with socialized medicine like Australia, like the UK, like Finland? Why what do we do see that? Why, well, there's it, a lot of reasons. You just insinuated that it was a financial incentive. And yeah, doctor, it is a financial incentive. And yeah, incentive. if you're for socialized medicine, fuck yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. So, so Hell yeah, medicine. awesome. Yeah. Legitimately a point of, of, of yeah. agreement. But you can't say that the financial incentive is the reason that these things are happening. Well, we have a capitalist. It's like, it's like there's a financial incentive. Well, no. There's no, a financial incentive no, to treat no, no. people with type 1 diabetes. Is insulin, therefore, a secret plot well, to keep people addicted? Well, it's funny you say that. It's funny you say that because insulin here in Texas costs $200, while it costs $7 in Mexico. So I would argue that we have a corrupt medical 
medical system. So I would say that that corrupt medical system is influencing children and giving them gender reassignment surgery or hormone therapy without giving them the proper mental health care did you say, because of their gender dysphoria. Did you just say they were giving gender, like genital assignment surgery, gen, genital surgery to children? Yeah, they are. They are? They're giving mastectomies to 15-year-olds, 14-year-olds, yes. Okay, do you think they're giving genital surgeries to children? Uh, breasts aren't uh, genitalia. Okay, so no, just, I'm just making clear because a lot of conservatives will say that we're chopping the dicks off of like seven-year-olds. So just making sure you weren't saying Look that. at the ages of mastectomies. Yeah. And, and there are circumstances where Jeff Younger's True. child has been uh, transitioned at six years old is on hormone therapies at six years old. Wait, what? Hold on, what? Six? Six. Look up Jeff Younger's child. Everybody look it up. It's a national court case. Type in Jeff Younger. Do you think that's the medical practice? Like that's the norm? That's what uh, standards say? I have an application Why right would you now. put a six-year-old on hormone block? Or would you, why there, would, one. Type in Jeff Younger. I don't know. A judge allowed it. Judge Mary Brown here in Texas okayed for a six-year-old to be on hormone therapy, which was, I think was is it hormone? Well, one, it might be a medical condition. Yeah, this is why hormone therapy is if it's a Yeah, if it's a hormone therapy for like medical have, conditioning, that's have, different than transitioning. Guys, everybody and six-year-olds should be on puberty blockers. Can we agree? A six-year-old should be on puberty blockers if they're going through puberty, right? That's the best person to be on puberty blockers. No, no. Let me just tell you this. This is why other people that say, and this is for me that I am actually very passionate about, you'll see a lot of people in the trans community will say that gender hormone therapy is reversible. That oh, is won't. a provable and laughable lie. You have one window of maturation of your puberty. If you halt that any bit, that window closes. It doesn't reopen up. There are people that got on the hormone therapy at 12 years old, quit at 17. Their You're penis- mixing up hormone therapy and puberty blockers. Those are not the same thing. Yes, they are. No, they're not. Yes, Cross-sex hormones are gonadotropic. Typically, it's like gonadotropic well, blocking hormone. You're blocking gonadotropic releasing well, okay, hormone okay, with okay, puberty blockers, and cross-sex hormones are like actual like estrogens, typically sending beta there estradiol are, and there's there's testosterone. Applications of hormones. But those, those are not in the same league. Or you can over, uh, uh, one is literally stopping hormones, and one is I mean, giving hormones. They're different. I'm saying. Do you know what you're talking about? Different, but there's different applications for it. I'm talking about any sort of hormone therapy, whatsoever, at a young age. Children, I'm guessing the majority of kids here during their puberty, did, any, did you take hormones at all? No, the majority of human beings do not take any hormones. The majority whether, of human beings don't take insulin. Whether it's puberty insulin. blockers or it's gender hormone therapy. Yeah, we're saving them for trans kids who really need it. What I'm saying, we're not saying is, every, why do you think, you, that, is that the conspiracy that secretly we you, want to like, uh, put every again, kid on puberty blockers? Once again, you want to argue semantics. I'm talking about hormone therapy pills that affect a child's natural Puberty if you mix up medications, is that semantics to point out that you're wrong? To mix up medications? You just confused puberty blockers with hormone therapy. That's not semantics. Those are different medications. Hey, first you're of all, incorrect. puberty blockers is a form of hormone therapy, bud. It's, no, it's not. Yes, it's hormone it is. blocking. When you say hormone therapy, hormone you're talking about Hormone therapy and hormone blocking are the same, bud. They are not. They are the same. Blocking a they hormone and giving first, a hormone. Just for He's so just wrong. Hormone therapy He's so and hormone confidently blocking wrong. are the same thing they're not that's why they're different it's that's the, why they're called different things if you're using any therapeutic application whether to block the hormones encourage the hormones it is hormone therapy is, i'm not here to circumcise an ant i'm talking about the application of pills he doesn't know the children. different medications that he's talking about all right next question jingles you tried to you literally tried to compare a guy picking up a pen and handing it to you <laughs> tipping like a stripper a child Tipping a stripper, which you can go and yeah, see. hand to hand, so showing, hand a dollar to somebody. It shows you that how ingenuine you are, though, Jangles. Just because you're losing in this debate, that's what you have to go to. It's just sad.
This child was receiving therapy, and the therapist recommended social transitioning. This child is not receiving, not receiving uh, hormone therapy. They're not receiving puberty blockers. That's not true. Texas Tribune story. You can look it up too. Well, I'm pretty sure. I mean, if we talked to Jeff Younger. I'm pretty sure that the child's on. I mean, were they giving hormone blockers at six? That's what I've heard. Did you? Did you? Were you wrong or did you lie? Okay, quote the quote the part. Okay, well, he knows what he's talking about. It's a social transition of a six-year-old. I apologize. But so 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 they socially they socially transitioned a six-year-old a six-year-old guys which I guess you guys think that's normal but a six-year-old the truth can't wasn't enough so we had to invent a medicine no, that this no. kid was being given no what I'm saying is it's a social transition of a six-year-old is not right I don't think a six-year-old can even pick their dinner they shouldn't be able to pick their sex mm. and then to, and then the idea that you read something was very alarming at a two at two years old that's when they gave the the baby gender no, at two year old the child started to express a proclivity towards yeah so. So imagine that. I know, but imagine letting a two-year-old choose your sexuality. Is that what yeah, they said? Yeah, yeah. That basically, uh, the yes. The truth wasn't by socially, enough, so invent no, a lie. By, Next no, question. by creating social constructs that make a two-year-old pick, pick its sex. Think how smart you are for encouraging that. You're real brilliant. Would you let a two-year-old pick anything? I'm brilliant enough to read the story. Yeah. Oh, no, I know, but you're brilliant enough for wanting a six-year-old to be transitioned. That just shows you. That shows you how brilliant you I just admit, you, you can just say you were wrong. I'm not, I don't mean to accuse you of lying. Well, you're just what? wrong. No, the, the fact that I didn't know that he's not on hormone therapy, that I know that he's being socially transitioned by a judge, I say that that's wrong. Should anybody care what I think? No, I don't think anybody should ever care what I think. No, no. I like. I don't care what. You, I mean, it's saying you shouldn't care what anybody thinks. That's the other thing. Is you guys shouldn't let people. You shouldn't. You shouldn't let people make decisions. You have the medical experts. He said earlier, people used to have lobotomies. No, Matt. Matt, there is a time where they gave people lobotomies. The medical expert. Do you know how linear time works? Hey, Owen. Wait. Uh, do you know how linear time works? They did stuff then. That they're yeah. not doing and that now. they were medical experts then, and they realized that is wrong. The stuff that the medical experts yeah, are the medical right experts now, in 10, said that they were wrong. They're going to say that's wrong. Yeah, more medical experts, dude. Matt, just, it wasn't Matt, some you're, fucking. But Matt, you're getting pimp mad on a blimp. because you're like you're 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 gay, right? I, I'm a clown. Why? Because I don't want to transition children. I'm a clown. You're the one that thinks that we evolved from ponds. No, but Matt, you're just a famous bald-headed atheist, so you think that you know it all. You don't know anything. No, I'm just saying, but you're just a bald idiot that think we evolved from pond scum. So you can say, you can make fun of me, but you're an idiot too that realizes that Alex you don't Hunting. even know Alex, where we Alex, were created. Alex, 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 we're, we're moving on. You think two rocks smashed together and we just came from nothing. Yeah, so you're real brilliant. You're so smart. Oh yeah, the primordial soup. Sure, bud. <laughs> oh, you're headlining the modern day debate con. Oh, you're so cool. You're like 100 years old, and this is what you do for a living. Next question. You're, you're, a, you're a professional debater. Yeah, yeah, you're a bald professional debater. Oh, you're so cool, man. Oh, I'm so cool. I'm a bald gay debater. Yes. Steel Man version. Steel Man version. Puberty blockers. 
uh, tend to, when they're used, even when they're used correctly, they are going to have irreversible side effects because they're going to lead to cross-sex hormones. Okay, we agree on that. Now that, is, now, that is true, and you do not want to get it wrong. Like, there are detransitioners, and we have got it wrong in the past. What we need is more research to reduce the amount that that happens. There's going to be a non-zero percent regret rate for all surgeries, but we do need to reduce that as low as we possibly can. We do need to be upfront with uh, medical consent. We do need to let people know that, hey, there are risks involved in these medications. There are risks involved in these uh, hormones uh, that we're going to give after the puberty suppressants. And then, of course, there are risks uh, involved in uh, the actual uh, surgery that they might uh, so we need to be as informed as possible. And I do want to steal in that there are risks and there are problems if we get it wrong. That's why I want the most research. I want the most ability to study and make the procedure and treatments better. And on top of that, we can have increased societal acceptance uh, to alleviate those non-surgical uh, uh, needs. Something really interesting that queer theory does is that it rejects this dichotomous view of gender. If you want to reduce the amount of kids like transitioning, thinking they need medical transitioning, queer theory is where you go because it rejects that dichotomized view. It says there's a whole spectrum that you can be. And you don't have to like be a girly girl to be a girl. You don't have to like have surgery or surgery body parts to be the gender that you say you are. So more queer theory in that instance would be good. I would like to have happier, healthier people and more research to reduce the number of instances in which we get it wrong would be good. Well, yeah, that's what I said earlier. I mean, I, I, that's why I would argue that it's less bad to be indoctrinated in heteronormative relationships than gay sexual relationships. So, yeah, I think we're all indoctrinated. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Yeah. But it's just one is different than the other. And that's considered socially more normal than gay sex. So. There's poop in gay sex, yes. Oh my god, how am I failed? I'm a pimp on a blimp. I got a show coming on a blimp. A reality show, yes, I got kicked off a reality show. So that's not the same as having gay sex. But yes, I've been kicked off a reality show. I'm a pimp on a blimp. I'm Primetime 99, Alex Stein. And my TV show is not failed. That's why you know who I am. That's why you Google my career. That's why you look into me. That's why you're here talking to me. Well, I'm a pimp on a blimp, hey, but I have a new show coming out. You guys can make fun of me that I'm a reality TV star, but I am primetime 99. I'm on the grind all the time. Hey, hey no, no, no. Uh, I, I, do have to, I, do. I do want to point out that that really wasn't a fair question to compare gay sex to his reality show career because I didn't get kicked out of gay sex after the first time I tried it. <laughs> and first of all, which show are you talking about? I've been on multiple reality shows. Okay, well, I was on Worst Cooks in America. I was multiple episodes on that. What about other reality shows? Oh, we're you talking about Worst Cooks in America? It's on like 17 seasons now. Okay. Season five. It did really well in the ratings. Google. Wait, yeah, wait, wait. So my career is not successful enough. What, what, sh what show are you? Google it. What do you think I have the ratings book on hand? You've obviously loved my TV career. I believe so, as I think they have a big dildo dinner, and then they have, uh, I think they do like gay Jenga, and uh, <laughs> they do a bunch of stuff. They do a bunch of stuff. It, is, it is a very gay cruise. I'm not going to really deny that. It's really gay. 
Except for straight night. Straight night, you have to go straight. Pay for straight. Or straight for pay, whatever. Piggybacking off the previous speaker's desire to focus on experts and science, but contrary to his desire to smash rocks, I would like to direct this question to Mr. Dennis. One of the largest ever genetic studies of over 500,000 participants has been published in Nature Magazine, which is the highest accredited magazine for biological studies, has concluded that there is no aging. Correct. It seems to me that homosexuality would be contradictory to both evolution and the word. How would you explain your sexuality and how it seems that you were born into it rather than coming from that setting? Well, sure, because one, yeah, I agreed, there's not a gay gene. Uh, it is, you're not going to point to a single gene that explains like, the vast complexity of human sexuality. Now, it is natural because what else would it be? I'm asking you. If it wasn't in, at least partly rooted in genetics, this proclivity to uh, find masculinity attractive, what else would it be? I reject the Lord because it's not, you know, that doesn't exist. So it has to be based in nature. It has to be based in physical reality. It has to be natural. It has to be based in genetics because there literally is no other option unless you believe in some sort of supernatural force that is uh, manipulating our sexualities. I know that it wasn't a conscious decision that I made, and despite enormous social pressure to the opposite direction, I still found it. This is where I want to be, and uh, this is where I want to be. If it was a choice, I made the right one, have the most wonderful husband in the world, but it wasn't that way. So how would I explain it? It's like, what else do you think it could be? It's natural, yeah, otherwise. Well, I think Mr. Stein was right earlier, talking about things like outside influences, possibly your upbringing with your dad. Um, I don't see how anything you just said would uh, completely contradict what Mr. Stein, Stein was saying. There's, oh, I, the, th the thing you were saying about my dad taking the elevator in the coal mine and that's why I'm gay? That's the thing you're agreeing <laughs> with? I'm saying that, yes, I do think okay. could be that. And one, one final thing. Um, so, uh, when was the last time you were on the moon? When was the last time I was on the moon? No, humans I, were on the moon. Humans were on the moon, I don't know. 1969, I believe. Nice. 1972, suppose. When, 19, okay. Uh, when did the uh, homosexual movement come into fruition? Fifties and sixties. Do you think that there's any reason why those two events coincide so strongly, as well as the U.S. dollar getting off the gold standard? Yes, we actually found gay on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> this guy is. Do you, do you have cats? Sorry? Do you have cats? No. Do you have a dog? Yeah. So how does the dog have, like, how do they procreate? I mean, I'm not sure what you're asking. How do dogs have babies? <laughs> I understand procreation, but my, my question to you is, what other evidence or argument can you provide? So when two male dogs hump each other, they, they don't have a baby, right? But then if a male and female dog hump, they have a baby, right? Do you think those uh, two male dogs humping have been like socially influenced to be tricked into being gay? 
No, but I'm saying, you're asking what's the difference between the two forms of natural sex and unnatural sex? It just seems like you're narrowing, that you're narrowing sexuality down to just procreation and then making... Well, that's sex, is procreation. Right, but that sex, procreation can't be the only... Well, I would argue, I, see, this, this is what I would argue, and, and you know, you, you can disagree with this or not. Okay, there's different forms of sex. There's like oral sex, this and that. But the only real sex, sex, sex for procreation is between a man and a woman. You could argue that the rest of it is like kink or foreplay, even anal sex. I know you can ejaculate from it, so maybe that's not foreplay. But the only way to make a baby, the real sex way to create another actual human being, most natural way is between a man and woman. So all the rest of the sex is basically foreplay or just a different form or kink or fetish. The actual sex between a man and woman, whether it's a human, a dog, cat, to have a baby is the most normal, natural form of sex. So you've never had sex because you've never had sex to make a baby? I have had sex to have a baby. I just right. didn't get her pregnant. You just she didn't get him pregnant? No. All right, okay. So you failed to have sex. She wasn't, she wasn't on her, she wasn't, uh, she wasn't fertile. That's a good time to wrap up as we... Thank you, Jingle. Hey, buddy. That was fun. That was fun. That was fun as hell. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.